Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sacred Emergence. And today, is, it's going to be so fun. We have Kim Bizjack with us, who is a holistic therapist and intuitive medium. Nailed it. <laughs> and now an author. And uh, Kim is joining us by way of El Salvador. And I like which might be a funky delay. Yeah. So there might be a little bit of a delay because of, you know, connectivity, bandwidth and all that. Um, But welcome to the show, Kim. Thanks. I'm so excited. Yay. Yeah. So you just finished a book called Ghost Stories and Hippie Shit. Yep. Look, I have it right here. Just in time for Halloween. Available on Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) on paperback and Kindle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So tell us more, like tell us, um, there's so much to tell, but why don't we start with you? What do you want to share? All right. So my book is kind of my, it's like a really long bio. It's like my memoir. Um, it starts out with, um, like childhood, crazy things that happened and, you know, things, um, that would go on while playing with a Ouija board in my teenage years. And, um, but it's mostly about, um, me when I owned a, um, tour company in Salem, Massachusetts, it was a company that, um, I would use ghost hunting equipment and I would take people out on the streets of Salem and teach them how to use like K2 meters and how to do EVP sessions and we would investigate and no one in town was doing anything like that. So um, it wasn't like the cheesy, like someone's going to jump out at you behind a bush sort of thing. Um, so because I had this company, uh, I have a lot of really good ghost stories. Um, and especially in, in Salem, which is like notoriously creepy and haunted and has this amazing energy um, and is kind of the Halloween capital of the United States. <laughs> um, so it is really good to like be releasing this book right now. Cause that's kind of, um, that's about half of the book. So that's the ghost story part. And then the hippie shit part <laughs> was, um, after a while, as I'm doing these tours with people, I noticed that we didn't get a lot of like, um, you know, accused witches from 1692 popping on our recorders. It would be, family members of our tour group. Mm. And all of a sudden I would know the name of one of their family members before anything happened with my meter. And I'm like, how did I know that? Um, so then I started taking a whole lot of classes about all the hippie shit that I could find like tarot and I got certified in Reiki and sound healing. And I took classes for mediumship and you know, the list goes on and on and on. Mindfulness and meditation and chakras and all this stuff. Um, so I learned to use my own intuition instead of this equipment. And in turn, my book is kind of a how-to 
for intuitive development to help other people with their own hippie shit and their own spiritual journey. Um, oh my god! So that's kind of it in a nutshell. Oh my god, that is so cool. I it's so funny. You're like hippie shit, and I'm like that's considered hippie shit, like Reiki and <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's woo, like mainstream. Woo, witchy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely becoming mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like, oh, you believe in all that hippie shit. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> what? So you're saying like KP2, are those just equipments to detect different frequencies? Yeah. So a, um, a K2 is an EMF detector, stands for electromagnetic field. So it's like, um, I mean, man-made things make EMF too, like I mean, your cell phone and lighting and electrical boxes, I mean, anything that creates electricity ha- puts off EMF. Mm-hmm. But it's also a theory that spirits can um, manipulate that energy and create that energy themselves, and then you're picking up that energy on your on your little meter instead of, you know, an electrical something. Wow. I mean, I don't know. I guess as you were talking, I was thinking about Ghostbusters, the movie. Yeah. With like, <laughs> I never sucked them out, and like, we didn't meet bad ghosts. You know, <laughs> like, oh well. What? Although like, my office was in a firehouse. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, was this your own company that you owned, or you're working with a company and then you had access? No, this was my company. So, what made you choose that? Um. So I was working weekends. I, we went to Boston because I need. I went and got my master's degree in education. Okay. Um, and while I was doing that, I love Halloween and Salem and we were living in Salem at the time and I got a job on the weekends doing these, one of the really, really cheesy ghost tour companies where okay. they're like, Oh, and Blackbeard's buried here. And I don't know, stupid, stupid stuff. That's not even true. And just to scare people. Um, but really strange things would start happening on these tours that I was giving. And I would, and I would talk about all these TV shows that would come to these places in Salem, like, oh, Ghost Hunters investigated here, and Ghost Adventures investigated here, and people would say, doesn't anyone in town do, like, a real investigation? I'm like, no, no one does anything like that, so by, like, the tenth time someone asked me, I thought, well, I can do that, I'm gonna go buy some equipment, and and then I went down to Ghost Hunters or TAPS, their, um, their office down in Rhode Island, and I took their TAPS Academy weekend class, and learned enough to start my own company and then it went crazy and I was on this tv show called my ghost story caught on camera and they flew us to LA and um so that made the business go really nuts and I don't know it was really fun and really amazing but um we ended up I ended up deciding to sell it and move back to Seattle because um I had a new baby and everyone was missing her and um but it it opened me up to be able to do all the more hippie shit that you can't they just don't have as many classes and stuff like that in, in Salem. Everything's a tight secret. That, that 1692 energy is kind of there. Like you can't do things better than me in, in your business. I don't know. Oh my it's gosh. different there. Wow. Going back to Seattle was like hippie free love in Pacific Northwest, you know, <laughs> along with the text. <laughs> Uh, yeah <laughs> yeah oh my gosh that is really fascinating I didn't know like you were on tv and you had the whole LA that's awesome it was fun yeah I yeah that's all in my book too okay we gotta get you know. that book 
<laughs> Everyone get the Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fun. I think it's a I think it's fun. <laughs> Do you have like a favorite ghost story? A favorite or you favorite can hint ghost you can story. hint to it. You don't have to tell us the ending so we can get it. And um we'll be on our edge. Well, the the book kind of starts out with what I mean, I, I made it a hook, right? That's what you got to do in a book. You want people to keep reading it after the first chapter. So the first chapter is called The Brick. And um, we were, I, I took a tour group down into the basement of what used to be Salem's first place where my office was. And we did the, the usual investigation and the usual kind of weird things to start happening. And I, like I said, I won't tell you the whole entire thing. But a, a brick was flown at us out no. of <laughs> and um people are like there people now are reading this book and they're like oh my gosh I have nightmares like I cannot <laughs> believe what is happening in your very first chapter you know and I was like I know it was crazy I mean so like I said I won't get into the whole thing and how we kind of resolved it and because it about halfway through the book I kind of go back to that story okay. again um but yeah, that one was, um, that one was an interesting evening. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm like, really, now I have to get the book as well, which, um, I think it's the perfect time. I'll just read it during the day, not before going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that story, it's probably the only thing in there that's like, okay, that's really creepy. The rest is like, you know, my whole mission is to take the fear out of the unknown. And it always has been like, it's, I don't, I don't go scaring people but you know mm -hmm. on a book you gotta have a you gotta start out with like the scariest best story right especially <laughs> if it's titled ghost stories people are expecting that <laughs> right exactly oh <laughs> uh, so now you're on uh, a sailboat with your family um and for people yes. yeah and for people who don't know how kim and i met it's also through camp sold us i've interviewed lots of amazing people Love sold us yeah and so Kim was a fellow cabin counselor, Black Cats. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys had the funnest skits. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was Aww. the best. I missed it so much. Yeah. And, uh, but you also do like readings and you do like healing work. Um, and then you also shared like you were, you and your family were going to sell your home and go on a tour around the world in a sailboat. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. <laughs> I think that because I work between life and death every day as a medium, you know, I mean, I had, I had a really cute house and we had a little studio that we, my husband and I built just for me to do all my healing work. It was, you know, I've been a massage therapist for, since 2001. So it was way before I even moved to Salem and did all these other things, you know, with Reiki master and um, the sound healing and mediumship and tarot cards and astrology and all the things that I used to do. Um, a huge theme with every single client was that like life is short and mm. you, you need to do what makes you happy right now. So, you know, and my, my father-in-law passed away really young from cancer. I never got to like retire and do all the things he wanted to do. And then a couple of years ago, my stepmom passed away also of cancer. And, um, we are like, you know what, we, we just have to do this. Like we're going to just sell everything we own and we're going to move on to a sailboat and we're going to see the world and we're going to be with our kids and we're going to, um, you know, make, make memories cause you're really not here that long. Mm. Um, 
So now I still do all the same things that I did in my studio, but I just do them like I'm talking to you right now through Zoom. Um, yeah, still, still doing all of the same kind of sessions. I just do them from afar, which still works out just as great. And we can travel that way. Yeah, that's incredible. So have you mostly been to like the warmer tropical places? I mean, I would, but. Everywhere we've been is hot. <laughs> um, we bought the boat in San Diego. So we drove from Seattle down to San Diego and then um, traveled all down uh, the Baja of Mexico and then across to mainland Mexico and then went all the way down to the bottom of Mexico um, and then stopped in El Salvador for hurricane season. And then we've been doing inland travel. And so we did Guatemala and we did Honduras and we did Belize because um, there's not, um, there's no really place to stop on the Guatemalan Pacific coast. So we drove instead. So um, yeah, so hurricane season is just about ending in the next couple of weeks. And then we will continue to go further south. So we've got Nicaragua and um, a little more Honduras and uh, Costa Rica and Panama. Wow. When we get to Panama, we've got to decide what we're doing because we really don't know right now. They say like cruisers plans are written in sand at low tide. Um, so we're either going to go across the Panama Canal and do the Caribbean or we're going to cross the whole Pacific Ocean and do um, the South Pacific and Tahiti and the Marquesas and stuff. Or we might just turn around and go back home. I don't know. Yeah. Right now. And you've Depends been... Depend on... Yeah. I mean, I'm... It depends on how things turn out. <laughs> right. We'll figure it out when we... Yeah. And you guys have been um, traveling since, you said June? Like you left... I forget. We left Seattle um, the day after the summer solstice last okay. year. Yeah. So you've been going around the world since earlier this year? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say going around the world because we've just made it from, you know, North America to Central America. The world is very big. We had goals, like we're going to go all the way around. And now that we're doing this, we're like, wow, that's <laughs> <is> really far. <laughs> so that's why we're like, we'll see. We'll see how much, how, how long we do this, you know. I feel like you're going around the world. I mean, that's a lot of <laughs> places to cover <laughs> that you've already covered. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, six countries so far in mm -hmm. a year. Like that's, that's a lot. And like, as you're traveling, you're getting the chance to immerse in the culture as well, right? Because you're not, I'm yes. assuming you're getting to visit the, you know, the country that you're in, not just be on your boat. For sure. Um, and it's a much different experience than it would be like flying in and going to a resort. You know, we're in these little tiny towns and visiting tiny little tiendas and getting really good at our Spanish. And mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's been really good. Like really feel like, you know, we drove to Belize. I went to Belize a long time ago on a cruise ship. Like, I don't feel like I went to Belize until I just went to Belize. You know, it's just right. it's very different. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, and so, I mean, I'm assuming that you have enough time and that's what motivated you to write the book. Like, what compelled you? I, I, everybody just told me, you need to write a book, you know, because I, I just, I do. I have a lot of stories and they are, each chapter is a short story of um yeah either 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 ghost story or some hippie shit <laughs> yeah um so I think that because anytime I see a client and I you know do a reading for them they have like 8,000 billion questions afterwards and I wanted to be like here 
here, here is all of my knowledge in a book by this. And then you can have it as a reference and you can flip back through it again. And it just makes everything so much more accessible. It's like, you know, teat, man to fish. I know I live on a boat, so I got to use like fishing analogies, <laughs> you know, like, here, you don't actually need me to read your cards. I'm going to give you this book and it's going to tell you how to do that yourself. You know, and I think that that's just so much more valuable for people and especially people on their own spiritual path. And when they're not happy with uh, the way their life's going and they want to make a big change, maybe it's not moving onto a boat and selling everything you own and sailing away. But um, people, people want to know that they're on the right path. And I mm -hmm. think that my book helps them out with that without needing to call me and email me and ask me, all, like helping them along the way. This is just... Um, more accessible, I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, can I ask, like, because you have such a, like, a great background with, like, mediumship and tarot and doing energy work with, like, the Reiki and the chakras. Um, mm -hmm. Like, when someone comes to see you, and I have my own experience because we've had a session together, um, but, like, how... Like I'm trying to ask, like, what's what to you has been the most effective tool? Like, you know what I mean? that makes sense well the sessions that I offer are kind of a combo session so I don't I mean yeah I mean I don't even have like you can't just go to my website and say I want a medium reading it's like no th this is all the skills that I have and this is all the things I'm going to offer at once um, so it's going to include um, shamanic journeying and it's going to include um, tarot cards, maybe some oracle cards. It's going to, it's going to be some mediumship. Like somebody always is going to pop in. Um, it's going to have astrology. I'll get people's charts and look at that. And we do this whole, we do a lot of chakra balancing, a lot of chakra work. Every, everything is connected to a chakra somehow. Um, so I don't think that there's like one thing that is like my go-to it's my kind of unique combination and it's the same thing I used to do in person like when I did see you it's just um you get to do it in the comfort of your own home and you can like wear your pajamas if you want to and um you know maybe it's a lot more talking and it's not as you know obviously there's no massage involved like sweet but um everything else is the same yeah I just remembered like when I session with you I still think about it Oh, yeah. I do I because it like, so I've been, um, you know, learning astrology, studying astrology as well as human design and like everything that you said, cause I remember I was like, I want to do all this training and you were like, you don't need to, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, <laughs> but you were like, you don't need to do like more Reiki training. Like you just need to channel it on your own. And like that all maps to like my human design and, um, astrology of like I'm I'm the leader I set the vision like I do it my way <laughs> right yeah so that was super powerful yeah oh I love that yeah so for those of you who are you know wanting like um some guidance like Kim is on point yeah thank you yeah and I have to say like I'm really because I don't I have to be honest like the mediumship kind of terrifies me so <laughs> I was like I, when we were, you were doing the reading for me, you're like, yeah, I don't see any like, you know, spirits coming through. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> like, I knew that you weren't going to go for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Like how does that feel when you're feeling like a spirit, like another relative? Like I, that would totally terrify me. Um, you should read my book. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> it, does, I do go in a lot about. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, this is the whole taking out that fear and really kind of demystifying all of that. Um, that was my goal when I wrote all of down. So, um, yeah, I'm telling you, it's not scary. And it's not like, um, I think a lot of people like watch all these TV shows and like, like watch like Long Island Medium and she's like, oh, I'm feeling scared and I have to like go into this restaurant and tell this person this message right now. It's like, doesn't work like that <laughs> it's like hollywood stuff like i mean it could if i really wanted to be open to that i could just walk around and do that all the time and feel spirits everywhere i go but it's like no if i'm if i'm gonna work i'm gonna work i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna ground i'm gonna do a little meditation i'm going to have the intention of opening up to that kind of energy and um yes there's some kind of negative energy there's negative spirits but i mean there's negative people in this world too you know like you're not afraid to go to the grocery store you don't think you're gonna you don't you don't live your life in fear you're not like i'm gonna run into a serial killer in the parking lot of the grocery store like it just doesn't <laughs> happen so so i don't know why that people are so afraid that like every ghost that they run into is going to be that serial killer like it's just so it's so rare and you you almost have to like be in you have to be in that bad neighborhood like looking for that if mm. um and, and people kind of do and they sort of live in that negative space um but for the most part that's that's not that's not the energy you're gonna run into you're mm. not um a lower energy person does that make sense oh i like that thanks for saying that like just in terms of like we get to control what we want to experience in a way exactly yeah you're in charge they're not <laughs> we have bodies and we're here right now and they're not. <laughs> so you're totally in charge. You know? I like that. Um, and then do you also like cover like the boundary piece then? Cause that what you're yes, just saying have a whole, like boundaries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a whole episode on protection, like energetic protection and um, spiritual protection and, um, you know, cleansing your home and cleansing yourself and yeah, all that's in there too. Okay, cool. Uh, so fascinating. Um, yeah. Okay. So what else did I want to ask you? Um, well, I don't know if listeners might be wondering, uh, cause you have children as well. So mm -hmm. what, like, what are they up to? Are they just hanging around all day? Like they, um, well, I homeschool them, obviously. I have to get that in every day. <laughs> um, so we do school in the mornings from about 8.30 or 9 until lunchtime. And then we're done for the day. So um, they, um, like Tyler, he does astrology also, my 13-year-old. He has that. a reading right on my website that he does charts for a little cheaper price than my own. Um, he loves doing that. So he does get some clients here and there that he has to work on in the afternoon, which is That's great really for cool. writing and um, thought process. And I think it's good homeschool too. Oh my God. That's incredible. And he get, makes some allowance. Um, and then, um, yeah, we spend the rest of the day. Sometimes my husband will like, you know, take them to go do something fun while I get work done. Or um, I guess it depends day by day what we end up doing. But um, yeah, that's kind of how our days go mostly. When you, cause you had a business before you went on the sailboat trip or 
journey. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you find, I mean, and you were already doing virtual, but did you find it hard to maintain like a clientele and to transition into this more fluid life or? Yes. I think also as soon as we sold the house and we were so much in like boat shopping mode and we were living in a trailer for five months in between house and boat while we were shopping. And I, I, I would basically kind of put my business on hold. I would see some people here and there, but I wasn't like, okay, I, I'm working. Um, so I think I did kind of, I, lo- I think I lost some people, but um, they, after I moved onto the boat and now I've got this schedule and now it's like, I'm going to be here and this is when my schedule is open. And um, I think it, it creates like a little bit of a buzz, like, oh my gosh, Kim's schedule's open right now. I don't know when the next time she's going to be open. And then, and it's actually really nice for me because, um, you know, I, I can help people when this is the headspace that I am in and then I can um, be able to be gone for three days and not have internet and announce it again when I get back. Um, so yeah, it, it was like it, it was a bit of a lag and it took a while for people to kind of get on board and go, oh, wait, this really is the exact same thing. <laughs> on a on a screen you know than it was when I saw you in your studio but it yeah it took a little while for people to kind of like catch up to that idea and it took a little while for me to like get in that groove and figure out how this is going to work but you figured it out so that's awesome I think yeah figuring it out still figuring it out it's good yeah (laughs) so cool well how can um is there anything else you wanted to share before we close uh, should I share my website? Yeah, I was going to ask how can people learn more about you? And because you have a few different um, people can follow your trip. So like, I have like share two things. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got seeing from the sea, S-E-E-I-N-G from the S-E-A. Seeing from the sea.com is my business where you can book readings and um, read my blog and all that kind of stuff. And then I've got lifeoffthedeepend.com which is our family's travel blog. So we've got, we blog there. My son, he blogs for it too, which is interesting getting a kid's perspective on this whole sailing around the world thing. Um, So that's where I have a podcast for that. And we have a YouTube channel and we have, um, yeah, blog, podcast, YouTube for life off the deep end. So it's like a separate thing. This websites are kind of linked, like from seeing from the sea, it'll say, you know, check out my family's adventures and from the family adventure page it's like here you can support us by visiting kim's website so they kind of go together i love it but um, but i like that the family can kind of help out with with our travels and it's more for fun and i don't think like wow we're like famous youtubers um it's just so that we can share especially with friends and family i mean Mm -hmm. anyone else who might feel inspired to do something like this too so and the kids think it's cool to get YouTube subscribers because kids are so all about YouTube. <laughs> well, I think it's awesome that your son is um, blogging and doing readings. What a skill to have. Like, what, he's 13, you said? 13, yeah. 13. That is, like, incredible. Like, by the time he's 20, he doesn't, like, he's going to be, like, cruising. <laughs> he's got this. Yeah, yeah I know. He's oh, got my it. nose has been itching, like, this whole thing. Like, it's, like, one of those things, like, who's talking about you? Right. Is that a sign? <laughs> What's, wait, yeah, like, why is my nose itching? Yeah, it's driving me crazy. So, sorry, I'm, like, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, awesome. Thanks for joining us, Kim. I'll share your links in our show notes. Um, Definitely check out Kim's work and follow her family and what they're up to. And she's just such a cool person to know. So definitely connect with her on social media as well. Thank you, dear. It was really, really fun. Yeah. Especially just to see you. I know. (laughs) All right, everybody. Stay tuned for our next episode. Bye. Bye. Hey, did you miss your chance to join us live for the five-day Unlock Your Inner Confidence Challenge? Well, it's not too late to join us for the recording. It is available for a limited time, so it's not too late to sign up. You can still join the Facebook group and tune in to all of the materials and discussion. If you've been wanting to transform limiting beliefs and boost your confidence in a safe community of like-minded women, then this is totally for you. This five-day challenge will be hosted over our private Facebook group community, and I'm seriously so stoked to finally be offering this. Please join us. It's going to be so fun. Invite your friends who you know can benefit. Details and sign up are in the show notes. The links are provided, or you can also visit my Instagram profile, michellewong.xo. Click on the profile link to learn more and to register. I'm seriously stoked. See you there. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. Until next time.